Welcome to the Plan B CRNA podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Jones, and I'm so excited that you're here. The Plan B CRNA podcast is the only show made specifically for nurse anesthetists who are exploring options outside of their traditional career paths. This is the place to expand your mind and your goals as we uncover new ways to produce side income together. The mindset that we bring to any situation plays a key part in overcoming challenges and really enjoying our unique paths in life. On Thoughtful Thursdays, I like to explore emotional topics that are relevant to CRNAs and other providers. I think of this as my therapy, and I hope you learn some tips and tricks that you can use along your own journey. This episode is brought to you by OnCall Capital. OnCall Capital is dedicated to educating CRNAs and other healthcare providers about investing outside of the traditional stock market. OnCall Capital also provides opportunities for you, yes you, to create passive income and generational wealth while also lowering your taxable income through investments in the apartment and alternative investment spaces. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, make sure you do that right now so that you don't miss an episode. Thanks so much for joining me today, and now on with the show. Welcome to Thoughtful Thursdays on the Plan B CRNA podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Jones, and as always, I like to start these shows off with a quote that gets me thinking. We must accept finite disappointment, but never lose infinite hope. Martin Luther King spoke these words in February of 1968, just two months before he was assassinated in Memphis, but they endure as one of his most positive messages. Let's break down this quote into its two distinct parts, shall we? First, we must accept finite disappointment. In our personal lives, we are sure to face setbacks along the way. There's just no way around it sometimes. But how we view those moments can make the difference between muddling through or soaring high. Sure, a setback can put you in danger of missing out on your goals, hopes, and dreams. It can be pretty threatening, really. Some will take failure as an absolute, that it can be the death of a dream. For example, when I was just 19 years old, I was a pre-med student for one whole semester at the University of Florida. I had never known academic struggle up until then, and I was trying to figure out my own professional path. My father told me from a young age that when I went to college, I would either become a doctor, a lawyer, or an engineer. I had already determined that engineering wasn't going to cut it for me, so I had moved on to medicine. That is, until I faced a chemistry weed-out course. This was Chem 102, a class that many of you may be familiar with. I viewed the world in pretty black and white terms back then, so when I failed three straight chemistry exams, I took it as a sign that I would never have a career in the medical field. Never mind that I hadn't actually given my best effort or that there are tons of other pathways to work in medicine outside of becoming a physician. I had failed, and I accepted that and just moved straight on to a business major. This is obviously not the type of acceptance that we want to cultivate when facing disappointments. Throwing our hands in the air and giving up without a fight is no way to live your life. So how in the world did I end up in nurse anesthesia then? Well, I met my wife, who was becoming an occupational therapist, despite never having to take any of those types of weed-out courses. I learned that there were many different pathways to get to the places I wanted to go, and all of them had certain obstacles to face along the way. I learned to see challenges for what they were, momentary bumps on my road, that was leading me to the promised land of my chosen career. With this type of acceptance, I learned to process failures in the larger context of progress, connection, and you guessed it, hope. Now for the last part of the quote, never lose infinite hope. Hope is clearly an important emotion, but why is that? 
we're trying to climb out of a couple of difficult years here with COVID-19, and folks are hoping to get back to some kind of normalcy in their everyday lives. It turns out that while getting back to the so-called normal can be a real disruption in and of itself, it's also a reason for hope. This type of a psychological construct can actually be good for both you and your emotional health. Now, how does this work exactly? Well, hope can actually be measured in two ways. Number one, trait forms, the typical level of optimistic thinking that is part of your innate personality. And then two, state forms, the amount of hope that you have in any given moment within your current mood. And I get it. This still sounds like some cloudy, wishy-washy idea that's hard to actually quantify. The good news, though, is that both of these forms of hope have been shown to be beneficial across a wide range of areas of functioning. So let's talk about that, shall we? What are the physical health benefits? Well, increased hope can bring you a higher functioning immune system, better prognosis when it comes to chronic illness, decreased pain sensations, and better cardiac health. It isn't necessarily the hope itself that is so powerful as it is what happens when we participate in being hopeful. When we have hope, we are more likely to think of specific pathways for moving forward in ways that give us purpose. Feeling less helpless and uncertain about our own futures reduces overall stress levels that could ultimately be physically harmful to us. Engaging in hope also boosts our resiliency, helping us to continue on despite bumps in the road. Now, what are the emotional health benefits? To put it plainly, when we hope, we have lower levels of anxiety and depression. This isn't a big surprise or anything. It makes sense that hope and depression would be negatively correlated since hopelessness is a symptom of depression. But hope may actually protect you from depression in the first place, since it can help you avoid the all-or-none thinking that can put you into a mental rut when things go sideways. An optimistic outlook allows you to think that things will get better despite setbacks, and it also protects you against anxiety by helping you understand that those same disappointments can ultimately be managed. Now, here's a bonus. Hope can help you choose healthier behaviors, too. When we feel like there are good things in the future, we tend to strengthen those possibilities by nudging ourselves into better behaviors. Think of grandparents who start walking more and eating healthier in order to live longer for their grandkids. Think of someone who gets the job that they wanted and decides to clean up other areas of their life to go along with it. Now think of your own post-COVID life. If you felt trapped in your home during lockdown, maybe you were motivated to go through some of your old things and clean house. Our family rediscovered our love of hiking and the outdoors. Or maybe you feel trapped in a job or lifestyle, but now you're willing to make changes that improve your work-life balance. I've had many people reach out to me over the last year for that exact reason. They want help in creating the life that they want instead of feeling trapped in the rat race. After all of that, though, I want to offer a word of caution. Being unrealistically optimistic is not the same as having hope. Sometimes we can hide behind falsely positive emotions to avoid processing our negative thoughts and emotions. This can not only fail to make us really feel better, but it can actually make us feel even worse. If you can't process your negative thoughts, then you can start to feel bad about those bad feelings that you're feeling. This just leads to more stress, and it can make us run back to self-destructive behaviors in order to avoid those scary emotions. 
So let's not avoid the sadness or distress that are all part of the larger picture of our lives, but choose to look for hope in a realistic way, leaning into it as part of a larger whole. Hope and light can be that much more meaningful when we acknowledge the existence of darkness as well. As we approach Martin Luther King's birthday, I hope that you'll be able to look at the life of this imperfect man and take away the hope that he inspired in millions. We can all be agents of change, not just in our own lives, but in our families and the communities around us. As you face struggles in the new year, I hope that you never lose infinite hope. That's going to do it for today's show. Make sure you check out the show notes for more informational links. Stories of those who overcome obstacles on their way to success are everywhere you look. But if you'd like a framework for how to incorporate that kind of mentality into your everyday life, I'd highly recommend reading Ryan Holiday's The Obstacle is the Way. It's been my go-to over the last several years for embracing my own screw-ups and hang-ups. If you found value today, make sure you hit subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. I also want to hear from you. If you have a question, comment, or topic that you'd like me to cover in an upcoming show, make sure you rate and review on your podcast player. I check those all the time, and I cover those questions in future episodes. Be safe and take care of each other out there. This is Bobby Jones signing off. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Plan B CRNA podcast. If you haven't already subscribed and reviewed the show, I'd be honored if you took the extra time. It really helps to expand our reach and get the word out about the show. If you're a CRNA who is interested in sharing your story on our podcast, I'd love to have you. Please email me at bobby at oncallinvestments.com for more information. This episode was brought to you by On Call Capital. They are dedicated to helping providers like you develop passive income and generational wealth through investments in the apartment and alternative investment spaces. Feel free to check out their website at www.oncallinvestments.com and subscribe to their free educational email series. You can find On Call Capital on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also check out our YouTube page, where you'll find all of the show episodes along with other educational videos. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.